Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly Sports Radio legend Al Morganti. Welcome into South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original brought to you by Jack Daniels and WIP. I'm Ashlyn Sullivan here with Al Morganti. This is our first episode. We're so excited to start this. And Al, I know you really wanted to get in the hockey podcasting space. I did. There's not a lot of stuff like this right now. And no. We're at Flyers practice every day. We work together on NBC Sports Philadelphia. So we thought, why not just talk more hockey? And Here. I never thought I'd be coming to the first podcast with a Phillies hat. But what are you <laughs> going to do? I mean, the city's on fire. So we got to go with it. And hopefully, they, hopefully there's so many things going on next week. And the Flyers, when they come back for their home opener, are part mm-hmm. of it. It's going to be great. So I'm excited about this. <clears throat> I'm excited that that you lead the way because you know I need some direction in these things from time to time. So I'm happy that uh, we have a, a, a kind of a forum for real hockey fans to get involved. And right. Thankful for Jack Daniels. Old number seven is not Bill Barber. It's a it's Jack Daniels signature <laughs> drink. So so I'm happy for that. So this ought to be fun. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Uh, sometimes we're on the regular radio. You know, this much time for hockey. Right. We get this much time for hockey. As so much as awesome. we want. Yes. Yeah, we need no barriers in life, especially when talking hockey. Yep. We're very thankful for Jack Daniels WIP Odyssey for giving us this platform. And I think, Al, you hit the nail on the head is hockey fans, they want to go to true hockey content and, and we're there every single day at practice and we're talking to torts we're talking to danny breer so i feel like this is a great space for people that really want to know what's going on with the flyers they can yeah come here. so you know we go in and go in the locker room get some nuggets of information or whatever but just get to know the players uh and kind of their nervousness about going into a season like this yeah. this ashton this is a strange season it's like the Flyers have young players and old players that are young players this season because they missed a year, right. Atkinson Couturier. So it's like this whole unwrapping of a gift for the beginning of the season to see how it goes. Right, and that's kind of when you talk to Flyers fans, everyone asks, well, how are they going to be this year? And truthfully, I got to look at them and say, I don't really know because yeah. we don't know about Sean Couturier and we Ken don't. Atkinson. We don't. And I, you know, I know they got the new front office with Danny Briere and Keith Jones and Dan Hilferty. And some, I think that Briere and and Keith are doing this limbo thing, mm-hmm. trying to go lower and lower with the expectations. <laughs> and I'm well, like, I don't blame them. Uh, uh, well, yeah, because you know they don't know. But I'm looking at it and going, there's some stuff there, man. You you bring a couple of players back like Kateri and Atkinson, and if a couple of these kids can play, you know the goaltending is going to be decent. I, I think that they're going to be a very difficult team to play against mm-hmm. in in hockey terms. They're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, they may probably not make the playoffs. I think it'll be tremendous if they make a playoff push. But because John Tortorella is the coach, every night the expectations are going to be here. The season expectations might be here, but every night the expectations will be up here. And that's pretty cool to, to watch a team like that, to know, okay... We're going to block shots. Mm-hmm. We're going to play some. We're going to play good defense. And every night, if the team that we're playing against is not ready, we may have a chance to beat them. Right. And that's where I think when, when you talk about those expectations with Danny Breyer and Keith Jones, they are, when you talk to them, really optimistic people. And they do see the good in this team. Yes. But I think it stems from John Tortorella saying, slow down. You know, the expectations. <laughs> Torts is always looking a couple years ahead. Yes, he expects so much from the team day to day. But he is always first in line to say, everyone chill out about this season. We still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And and, and the, the beauty of this is we cover a game every single game. Yeah. You know, every game, basically every game we're going to do on TV, right? We do post-pre. Mm-hmm. 
when the game itself is played in hockey, unlike other sports, you might get beat 40 times by one goal. You're in every game. Yeah. And that's what makes it so exciting because there are going to be moments for these players to show their stuff. And Ashlyn, the opportunities are incredible. When you look at some of these young guys and the, where they are in their career, this couldn't be a step to, I want to say fame, but at least fortune yeah. in, in terms of what we, normal people make to make an NHL roster and become a big part of it. This is a huge, huge opportunity for a lot of younger players. It is, and that's towards his key as he wants these young guys to play. And we're going to hear from Tyson Forrester and Bobby Brink here just in a little bit. And that's two key examples of maybe guys that shouldn't be getting so much playing time right now, but guys that earned a spot on the team. And we're going to see a lot of them. This yeah, time. Forrester especially to me, get that shot. It just yeah. cranks that shot off. And... Now, Brinks, I can't believe just watching him play what he can do with a power play. Thread passes. Usually on a power play, they really haven't had a power play going since Claude Giroux was here, right? Be on the half boards and set things up. This kid looks like he can be that player to set it up from the half boards and find somebody, find a bumper, or find somebody that kind of get it through. So power play will be a big key. So there's a lot of things on this team to really look at and enjoy as the season goes along or go the other way yeah that's what you know tortorella is a pretty uh, honest guy this for, is you know, least. <laughs> very honest guy and you know as much as you're looking for success he said it before we're looking for guys that can't do it yeah so this is like uh you, th these guys are now tossed into the deep end mm -hmm. and to see if they can do it or not yeah he's still in a bit of a weeding out process yeah. getting guys on and, and off the bus as he likes to say right so you'll see you see who can play and who who takes an who takes advantage of this opportunity because they're big big opportunities it is it's a huge opportunity and with that said we're going to go to our first live interview we're going to have these all the time exclusive interviews you can only find here on south philly sauce and we were at a live event our first one of the season with tyson forrester and bobby brink we at South Philly Sauce, I guess you know what in Philly, well, I have Brad Marsh up here, alumni. We also have, I guess you can introduce the other side of the yes, panel here. Yes, Tyson Forster, Bobby Brink right now with the Flyers, the youth of the Flyers here with us. Yeah. Thank you guys for coming out. So we have the new, we have alumni, we have Al who's been here for forever and me still getting used yeah. to it as well. <laughs> so, I mean, if you can throw some sauce, I mean, I'm with Brad here. Everything was off the glass hard. So it really wasn't, he wasn't throwing much saucer passes back in the day, but what we've got going on here, I'm so happy that we got some young guys here that are really excited to play here. And boy, I'll tell you, this organization really, really is in need of young people coming in and adding some real excitement to the game. And we've got a couple of people that are really going to add some big, big excitement to the game. Absolutely. And we are going to start our first podcast interview that's going to go on our first episode of South Philly Sauce. And I guess I first want to ask, um, we'll start with you, Bobby, since you're, uh, you're in here from, from Denver, University of Denver and Minnesota. Uh, what do you think of what I know there's nothing, there's no word in Minnesota that doesn't have two syllables. I don't care what it is. But can you tell me what it's been like being here in Philadelphia and South Jersey? Yeah, it's been uh, really cool. Uh, it's such a beautiful city and uh, such great people here. Uh, they've welcomed me and, uh, and Tyson and uh, made, it, uh, made it a lot of fun to be here. And Tyson, you're, uh, you're a lot expected after you came in last year and um, people really got a glimpse of what you can bring to a game. What's, your, what's, what's the best part of your game right now? Uh, I think my shot, but you know, I think uh, for me and Bob, it's more about you know, we, we earned a spot now, but it's more about consistency for us and, you know, just staying in, in, in the lineup and uh, 
you know, I know we're both looking forward to the year to get going here. Yeah, and the uh, expectations of this team, I talked to Keith Jones, I said, you know, you guys ought to be doing a limbo dance because you keep bringing it down lower and lower. But I watch, and I'm like, man, there's something on there, there's something with this team. How do you feel coming out of camp, what expectations for this team, compared to what other people are saying this team should do this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, a lot of people have kind of doubted us as a team, uh, but uh, I mean, we've had a really good camp, and uh, I think we've shown uh, a lot of good things in these preseason games. So, uh, I mean, we have a lot of skill and a lot of toughness and a lot of heart, so I think, uh, I think we're going to exceed expectations this year. Uh, yeah, I think Coots and Cam coming back definitely help us, and, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I think we're going to be a lot better than last year, and we're looking forward to it. And Bobby, you're speaking like a veteran right now. And I know a couple of weeks ago we were talking to you in, in the locker room and your, your goal was just to make the team. And then this morning we talked to Danny Breer and he said, really, you weren't penciled in and you forced the Flyers to make this decision for you to make the team. How did you go about just grinding and earning a spot on the Flyers roster? Yeah, I knew I was going to have to have a good camp uh, if I want to be uh, on the team to start the year. And uh, yeah, I think just... Uh, just trying to be confident and uh, work hard and just do every day, just try to show up and uh, uh, do my best. Uh, I mean, I had confidence in myself that I had the skill to do it and uh, just needed to show up and execute. And Tyson, the same for you, earning a spot as well here on this Flyers roster. What was your mindset in training camp that you wanted to stay here in Philadelphia? I mean, I loved it last year when I was up. Uh, the fans embraced me and you know, at camp, I was pretty much the same as Bob, not really had a spot, uh, coming into the rink every day, trying to get better, trying to, you know, not show up the vets, but, you know, try and earn my spot on the team. And, and uh, I feel like me, me and Bob both did that. So, I mean, we're here now and we're looking forward. And you, you live with Farabee during the off season to try, yes. you getting him in shape? Yeah, of course. <laughs> he didn't really have much time to train last year with his injury, but, you know, this summer we stayed here for, for a long, a lot of it. And, uh, you know, it's been good, and he, he's put on a lot of weight, and he's, he's looking good for this year, so it's going to be fun. And, Bobby, on a power play, I know they haven't positioned anybody, but would you run it, like, when you ran a power play at Denver or wherever, did you run it off the hat? Were you, like, a Giroud situation or a bumper, or where were you best suited on a power play? Yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, my whole career I've played on the half walls, uh, either half wall, but... Uh, that's usual, my usual spot. Okay. And the um, expectations, Brad, you've been here a long time. You've seen what's going on. How important is it to get some real youth in this, to get, to get another generation of players here? Well, the youth is, is very important. And you have to have the young guys. You have to have the old guys and the guys in between. And they all push each other. And, you know, my, my one comment in listening to to the guys talk is, you know, they had a great camp, they had to bring it, they had to show their skills, show their stuff, but, but really, I, when you're a professional athlete, you have to do that every practice, every game, because you're competing for ice time, in our case, because we're hockey players, you're competing for ice time every time you step on the ice, and I think that's what uh, everybody's excited about, is we have a coach, we have an organization that is gonna allow the players to compete, and those that compete the hardest are going to be rewarded with the ice time, and that's how it should be. And guys, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, the baseball team's doing pretty good here, and the hockey team, and then football team's doing pretty good. 
One from Toronto, one from Minnesota. How excited are you to become Philly fans right now? I mean, um, <laughs> my twins just beat us Blue Jays, so uh, I'm pretty happy about that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the Phillies, it's just so electric in that building. It's hard not to root for them. It's like uh, just coming here, like, it's, I've just become a Phillies fan, and uh, it's just so much fun. Like, just it's so electric. Can you believe how much each team is, follows the others? It's, it's like it's one team. Yeah, really. I mean, we, I, when I got here, I just, I mean, I bought a Phillies hat and I started cheering for the Phillies and uh, the Eagles. I haven't been to a game yet, but I, I really want to. And I mean, they're looking good this year also. Tyson with his Phillies hat on right now, very on brands. And how do you just like the city as well? I'm sure, you know, just normal human things, getting used to living in a new place. How has it been going for you, Bobby? Yeah, I mean... I've, I've been living out in Voorhees, so I probably haven't seen the city as well as mm -hmm. Tyson has since he's been living downtown. But uh, every time I've gone down there, I've enjoyed it. Uh, uh, the city's pretty nice, and I think that uh, uh, they got a lot of nice stuff down there, nice restaurants, uh, uh, good stores to go to. So uh, I've, I've enjoyed the whole area. Yeah, they got great, great, great restaurants, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they got great restaurants. And, you know, like Bob said, they got a mall downtown. I mean, I've been going to Chipotle a lot, but yes, uh, we the, love rest, that. the restaurants are pretty good too. A couple more for you guys. What we were always just talking about how you know the how Torts really preaches earning ice time for someone as young as you both are to be in this new era of Orange and be with this change. Does that excite you, knowing it's kind of just a fresh slate where you really truly are just going to earn everything you get? Uh, yeah, like I said earlier, for me and Bob, I think it's more about being consistent. Uh, no, I mean, we made it now, but, you know, you never know when you could get sent down if you start playing in consistent. So just consistency is huge. And, you know, me and him are both trying to stay in the lineup night in and night out. I got to ask you, like, I've known John Tortorella a long time. Was it intimidating when, he, when you first met him? I mean, and then you meet him. He's not as big as he appears on TV sometimes. But, but was it intimidating when you first met him, having heard the stories and what the camp was going to be like? Yeah, I mean, you kind of have the same, like, knowledge of what the public kind of has of them and uh, just what the guys have kind of told you. Uh, there's definitely a little bit of, like, a uh, little bit of fear, I guess, when you first meet him. Uh, but he's, uh, he's, I think he's been great, to, I think, me and Tyson. And, uh, I mean, as the last question, like, he's provided a lot of opportunity for players in the organization, and I think uh, that's uh, been really encouraging for us. Same thing with same thing when you first met him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen some videos of him online, and you know, it's pretty pretty scary at the start. But once you meet him, I think, you know, like you said, everything's earned, and I mean, he'll play if you're you're working hard and doing doing the right things. So that first skate, the rope, that yeah. first skate that you go through, I I didn't think he was going to do it again this year, but he did it again this year. Is it much worse than anything you've ever ever been through <laughs> on hockey? Was it is it as advertised? Yeah, I think he'll always do it. I don't think there will be a year he won't be doing it. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, I haven't experienced many things like that. Uh, but, yeah, it, it kind of feels the same way that everyone else is probably thinking about it or feel watching it. Gosh, I was terrified watching it. it was, we were exhausted just watching it, and we couldn't believe you guys just kept going. But Torts talked about it, that it's a mental battle, and he said, there's no way, Tyson, you guys are quitting. 
Yeah, I mean, ever, just watching the guys around you struggling the same way you are, it's, it's hard to stop. And, you know, after, after you get through the three laps, you still got six more. So, I mean, that's a battle. But just like I said, watching the other guys struggle through it, is, is, it was good. And, and we, all, we all did it at the end of the day. And, I mean, we're through it now. Did you, ever go, did you have those bag skates back in the day as bad as, bad as this one was? For sure, we had Mike Keenan as a coach. So, uh, if you ask any, pardon me, any player from Meyer in the 80s here, what was your hardest practice? December 24th, we used to practice the, on Christmas Eve day. December 24th, 1984, 1984, bar none, the hardest. And we were in first place at that time. And we all thought it was just going to be a, an easy skate, ease into the Christmas holiday. And he killed us. And uh, it was just incredible, the skate that he put us through. And he simply said, you know, we all, as I said, we all expected an easy skate. And he said, never, how do you say it? Never expect the unexpected or something along oh, those lines. Something along, <laughs> see, the, the, the ace reporter that Al is, he remembers all the quotes. Uh, but it was tough. And I tell you what, our Christmas get-together after that skate was very subdued. We had to sit down, and, and we just were, we were too tired to do anything. And Christmas morning, for those of us that had kids, was out the window because we were still recovering from the skate on the December 24th. Unbelievable. And I go back to media day, and I think Travis Konechny, he was by far the most passionate. Every question I, I asked the guys about the rankings, and we all see the rankings this season, Flyers, bottom five in most rankings. And TK was saying, you know, I want – my teammates to look at that and I want to remember where we are and, and he's really been the strong voice of we have so much youth they have no idea what's coming for them do you I know you're so young in your career but do you feel the same way that the Flyers could surprise some some people this season yeah I think that um I mean the, the organization has gone through like so many injuries losing two of the best players and mm -hmm. Cam and Coots and uh I mean I think that there's just like so much heart in the team and um, I think getting those two guys back is so important for, for the team, and I think that uh, expectations are, are a little low for us. Yeah, I mean, we have Carter Hart and Nett, so that helps. And, uh, <laughs> you know, adding walks and um, Garney and, and those guys, tough guys, uh, you know, they're, they're great players, and I think they have, a lot of people have ranked us too low, but uh, it's just what we're going to have to prove, prove to them. And... Yeah. Have you heard about what it's like here when, there's a, when the Flyers make the playoffs and what this building can be like, what the city can be like? Yeah, we've seen it with the Phillies and, and the Eagles. So, I mean, if we, hopefully we can get there this year and, and, and get more fans back at the rink and uh, have a great, great season. Awesome. Cool. Well, we definitely hope so as well. Thank you both so much for joining us, and we wish you luck this season. That was Bobby Brink and Tyson Forrester, two really of the youngest stars on the team, but guys that you should be very, very excited about. Tyson Forrester, I remember last season, Al, we were doing pre- and post-game shows, and we could not stop talking about Tyson Forrester. He was such a bright spot at a time when the Flyers weren't very bright. And then Bobby Brink, we were talking to him in the locker room a couple weeks ago, and he said his one goal was just to make this team. Yeah. And then Danny Breer, the GM, said, you know, we really didn't have that as a plan, and he forced us to open a spot for him. This is a guy that's earned it. Yeah, come back from injury. Um, high expectations out of the University of Denver mm -hmm. uh, to come in and play. Playmaking ability, and that's what that's what I've seen from him anyway. Now we'll see if he can do it under pressure and, uh, you know, what it's going to be like when the stakes are really high here. 
but he really he opened my eyes. I I was wondering, having seen so some of him in college and mm -hmm. then a little bit of him here, not that much. And does he have the chops to make it in in the NHL? Is he going to go to those spots? But he's done it now, and he's one of the the league has become like if you're a smaller guy, you can you can succeed in this league as long as you know how to take a hit, go in and not get hammered by it, be in the right place. He's done that, and you know the name of this is South Philly Sauce. He's one of the few guys that can throw that saucer pass, and it's especially <laughs> it's especially in, in a in a power play situation, short to get it over to somebody to get it through to thread a pass, mm -hmm. and that's what's been most effective for him in the preseason. Now we'll see regular season gets a little bit tougher. The zone right. the uh, the lanes get a little narrower to go through, but he's got that stuff, and I think the Flyers saw that. Danny saw that. Danny will always give it you know, for him. Giving a small guy a chance, oh, yeah. well, you better. <laughs> I mean, because you're not. Yeah, you're not the biggest guy in the world to begin with. <laughs> Torts either. So maybe you want to give a, give a guy a chance like that. And and he's shown he's shown something. And and I like his um, confidence Me right too. now. And but I can tell, talking to him that he's talking about it. But I can tell in the back of his mind, and this is with all players. I, mean, I covered Gretzky, who had doubts, believe it or not. Uh, let's see, let's see how it goes when when we all start. So I'm I'm really excited for him to see if he can be that. That playmaker, because you look around the league, you gotta have that playmaker, and we'll see if he's the guy. And the Flyers have needed it for yeah. so long. Yes. And he, he's a humble guy, and I think when we talk about expectations for the season, that's why you have to tamper them a little bit, is because there are so many young players. But the thing I really like about about Torts is one, he's so honest, but he really likes the player that's going to take chances. He's not afraid of mistakes, but what he can't stand is when a guy plays it too safe, and that's what really stood out about Bobby is he is going to take those chances take some chances don't make the same mistake two three times and right. if you make a mistake come back track back the flyers didn't do that very well last no. year and i mean you saw what happened last year you know york a couple of examples yes. of okay you made a couple of mistakes here but you have to you you have to give them that leeway which is why despite the fact i said they could be better than what people think there's going to be nights where the mistakes pile up yeah and it could be a, a tough night for a goaltender. You better be on your toes yeah. if you're going to be on the goal on, on those particular nights where those things go south on them. There's just there's going to be a couple of those. This team is so young, and we're expecting it. Torts is expecting it, but that's part of the growing process. And we look at this game tonight that opens the season in Columbus on the road. You have Bobby Brink, Igor Zamula playing. Tyson and Emil Andre will sit. <laughs> Rasmus Solainen will not play due to injury. That's a little interesting. He practiced two days ago. He looked okay, but I'm sure it's just a little banged up and they don't want to risk it. They also want to yeah. see these young guys. See the young guys don't risk it uh, with with still I mean, he he's hurt a lot at the beginning of season. Yeah, <laughs> it he really is. Well, he was in the army this year, right? Then you go back to Finland and join the army. <laughs> he was I'm, busy. I'm, what is that? Like, like a, I don't even know what kind of army they have in Finland. I, you're asking the wrong but, gal. But I know in Sweden you have to do some kind of service to police, army, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So we did that. I don't think that was where he got hurt. I hope not. But uh, it gives guys a chance. I'm worried about Samula. I don't think I've ever seen... You know, they went on their um, excursion to team bonding where they went golfing. Yep. And apparently, well, apparently he's never golfed. And he, when I was asking guys about the, their golf game, and he just didn't want to talk about it at all. It was a bad day. <laughs> like, well, well, go show him on the ice now that it doesn't You're translate it. over. Yikes. He was like, no, 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 we're talking about the golf. <laughs> so, it was supposed to be so, a fun day. Yeah. Well, no, well, I guess, like, you know, they kept score. So. You keep score. You bring a guy out that doesn't That's even never play. Golfed. Oh, oh no! So he'll have to show him on the ice here to see what's going on. Yikes. So hopefully he carries it over. Yeah, and a big storyline that 
I always love the drama, and this is some drama as the Flyers open up against Columbus. It is the return of Ivan Provorov, who we all know from the Flyers last season. There were definitely some ups and downs with that, and Ivan was asked in Morning Skate today about his time with the Flyers. He, he didn't hold back. He never has, saying how he didn't feel like the Flyers used him correctly. He wanted to make more plays, and he really needed a fresh start. He said it wasn't a good three years, and I basically I wanted to get out of there, and he sure did. Yeah, it was a good one year. This for, <clears throat> His first year was very good, yeah. and I, I think he his expectations got elevated. I talked to him a lot in the locker room over the last couple of years. And he, this isn't new. He had frustrations with the way they played. Mm -hmm. I would talk to him, he goes, watch all the other teams, where they are, how they move around. It's like, you're only in one position when the, on the faceoff. Otherwise, everybody moves around. How are we going to win the way we're playing here? He didn't like at all the system they were playing. Now, Tortorella is trying to put in a base here. And that's what he got caught up in. I also think that he he had too he, he thought too much of his offensive game to yeah. begin with. And the Flyers made a mistake with him. He can't run a power play. I mean he but he thinks he can. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see how it ends up in, in, in Columbus. Yeah. But here it was too slow. Everything was too slow. How many times on post did we mention, well, look, we, every, he goes across the line, but everything's closing on him. Mean, yeah. It doesn't make that decision fast enough. And that's, and that's a killer. That's a killer in a locker room and on a bench too, because everybody wants power play time. And if you're sitting on a bench, not getting power play time, and you're seeing somebody out there that obviously can't do what he's supposed to do in that power play it doesn't make for a good locker room no. this happened earlier with nolan patrick who they kept throwing out on a power play and i'd be like if i'm on a bench i'm like hey me <laughs> what are I, I can go get a, I, yeah i can go get a power play go why, why, why is this guy keep getting chances on the power play he can't score can't do anything and that really is something that you have to be aware of as a coaching staff and an organization so i like prover i think if he if he decides that i can fill in somewhere. They, got, they have terrific defensemen there. Wierenski, he doesn't have to be the number one guy. He can have a long career as long as he doesn't think I'm going to be Bobby Orr. It ain't happening. Yeah. And that's, I think, why he really yeah. needed a fresh start. It was very clear. And Torres yes. is still doing that. He talked so much about it at the end of last season. The guys that don't want to be here right now cannot be here because it's going to screw things up. Yeah. These young guys who need opportunities we can't have guys bringing things down right now. Yeah. And like as much as I love Kevin Hayes. Right. You know, Great example. You know, you know my hometown guy yeah. for me and uh, everybody loves him in the league but they had to get away from it they needed a new kind of a core in the locker room Atkinson will come in here Couturier back but they needed something else to, to go on I mean they've, they've made some mistakes in that area bringing Yandel in a couple of years ago was a right. horrible mistake right. on what happened so it's not a clean sheet of paper, Ashland, but it's a cleaner sheet of paper that they have going in this season. Yeah, and it seems like just expectations are much more clear. The, the older guys that they brought in kind of understand the yeah. role because Torts is not allowing them to forget their role, that you're here to help the young guys. You're not here to be a superstar. Yeah, you're, yes, not you're not going to play every win. game. Yeah, you're not going to play every game. Yeah. Other guys are going to look at the first game. Uh, yeah. Risto, you know, just to be safe, keep melt somebody else to get a shot here. Right. So that's what they have here. They've got... Uh, all, you know, almost a coach situation, player coach yep. situation. So, they need more of those. yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, but once the game, once you know, once the puck gets dropped, Tortorella is on <laughs> win the game. Yeah, very excited for this first game of the season. When you look at expectations for this whole year, it's just it's tough for the Flyers. They're in a tough division. The East as a whole, this they're uh, no favors. This season. No, I mean that that's why when you look at it, you say, well, even if the Flyers are better, well, Detroit's going to be better. Who the Ottawa? They play Saturday. Yeah. 
Ottawa should be much, much better once they get everybody signed, uh, Pinto signed. Once that happens, you're gonna, they're going to be better. Buffalo has a def- great defensive core. They didn't make it. They may be better. I think Florida is going to be better. Mm-hmm. For as much as people expect Tampa and Boston may slip, well, look at the other teams that are coming up. And in the meantime, you look up uh, north part of the state in Jersey, I mean, that's a monster growing yeah. in New Jersey, just an absolute monster. Maybe the Rangers uh, slip a little bit. Uh, the Islanders, to me, are a very boring team, but they've got good goaltending and good solid defense, so mm-hmm. they'll be tough. So, and the Flyers' hopes is that you know maybe Washington slips, Boston slips, Pittsburgh slips. Uh, but I, I look at those other teams coming up. I go, man, this is going to be a. It, it's a big, big task to ask to hang with every uh, with those teams throughout the whole year. Yeah. So the moral of the story is don't hold your breath. The Flyers, they still got some work to do, but we do expect it to be at least more competitive than last season. It has to be when you have Couturier, Atkinson back, and then you just cross your fingers hoping they stay healthy. Well, and also they have a team that will play emotionally. When you have yeah. it, Ashland, it's really weird to have a team with expectations that are down here to have a cemented in place fourth line, what they call it the PhD line. I got like I flunked out of like Wawa. So what do I know? PhD line. So I just I'm simply like, cannot relate. I can't, I can't. I can't. But that fourth line is in place. They really like that line. Well, yeah. And that's usually a situation with a team that has aspirations to win a cup. Mm-hmm. Your fourth line will generate it. But this is a weird thing to have ifs, ifs and buts up top and then a solid fourth that line. That they don't want to break to provide, up. They to, don't want to they, they, up. to provide yeah. energy that they don't want it's almost like this is so strange to me but it will work out in tortorella's world and when that's what we that's where we all preside that's where we live <laughs> that's where yeah. we live in that it comes a point in the game where if energy gets low boom here we go we yeah. get this thing going here so if you look at it, like i i'm a hockey fan i'm i'm a baseball fan even if the team i want to watch is struggling i like to watch the games because I want to see what happens in that game. Who who comes to the top? What happens? And I think you're going to have that with the Flyers this year. Yes, they definitely will play hard. We know that much. Torts would settle first. Am I talking too much? No, well, oh, this okay. is your podcast. You're allowed to talk I'm, a lot. No. <laughs> Just <laughs> your name's on the poster. Answer questions. <laughs> and that is our first episode of South Philly Sauce. We're so thankful you guys are listening and excited about this project because we are too. We're very yes. excited for hockey season. You can catch us twice a week here on Odyssey and WIP, and we will see you for our next episode.